Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Today, we're revisiting something that we spoke about when we launched this podcast. So about, what, 18 months ago. Yeah. Uh, we did this particular episode, which is about basically like the state of the union of your relationship. I feel like we should rise and welcome the president. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis. And I'm Dave Hollis. And we're married. For like 15 years. And we have four kids. That's like a thousand kids. We've been foster parents to four kids as well. And we're running a business together. That's a lot of things. It is a lot of things. But we know that it's possible to have an exceptional relationship regardless of the stresses you have in your life. So if you want some tips and tricks on how we get through all the things, this is Rise Together. talking about an episode that we did about 18 months ago, which was the state of the union on your relationship. And here's the gist. Or do we have a clip we could play? Is there a clip? Play us, play us that clip. Really the idea of a question that we feel like everybody in a romantic relationship needs to ask themselves and needs to ask themselves pretty regularly, which is, are we growing? Are we growing together? Are we growing more in love? Are we better off now than we were a year ago? Or are we dying? Because any living thing is one of those two things. You can't be in the middle. You can't. You're either growing or you're dying. An animal, grass, humans are either growing or they're dying. So what does your relationship look like right now? And the way that I think you can answer this question, are we growing? Are we dying? Are we stagnant? Do we feel stuck? Do we feel like we can't get past this place? Or do we feel like we sort of are repeating ourselves? Is, are you more in love with your partner than you were a year ago? Woo. Listen to that clip. Don't I? Is, I feel like I just listened to myself in seventh grade. Like my voice is like, oh, this is before you went through puberty. You've become a woman. I've become a woman. Finally. Yeah. I'm so glad. Also, we recorded that on the floor of our I know. closet. It's so funny. I like flash back to being on the floor of the closet. Such a weird thing. It's such a weird thing. It feels like if you f- if you go back 18 months in our relationship, I think oh, so an interesting thing is that you we cannot talk about our relationship today without talking about the business. Because the business is like this third part of our relationship. There's me, there's Dave, there's the Hollis Company. And it is such a massive part of our life. And because so much of our life now is wrapped up in taking care of the business, growing the business, scaling the business, leading this team, it's become this like, like, what is it called, Paul? What is it called when a couple, there's like three people in a couple? Polyamorous, Polyamorous, which is what I thought, but then I thought I was making up that term. I was going to say a recipe for an affair leading to divorce, but continue. (laughs) 
But I feel like that it is this third thing. And if even hearing that clip from a year and a half ago, I'm like, gosh, the biggest concern that those two fools had was making sure that there was an episode of Rise Together that week. Ah, bless. You know what I mean? And think of how hard that felt at the time. And now I'm like, oh, you you silly, dumb child. (laughs) You have no idea. Because I think... It, it, it is, I, I don't know. I mean, it's like parts of our relationship have grown and evolved and changed so much since then. I don't, I, it's like, it's so much bigger. Our yeah. relationship means something so much bigger today. And I'm not saying that in a like Pollyanna, like it's richer and more beautiful and more intimate and more. No, it's just like, there's a lot more responsibility in our relationship today than there was 18 months ago. I, it's funny because I think of it through an almost even different lens. The person who was sitting on the floor of our closet in July of 2018 is very different mm-hmm. from the person who sits in this podcast room in November of 2019. Well, for one thing, I am dressed like Hulk Hogan. It is Halloween it's as we're Halloween. recording this. I was trying to suggest that it was November. It's in fact October thirty first. Yeah. But the headline ends up being that the 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 like individuals that we each are in terms of what we do and who we are and how we show up for our lives and how we have confidence in the the roles that we play and 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 they're all different. Isn't it crazy? In a year how and a much half, we've changed they're in a all year different. and a half. Yeah, they're all crazy. Different. Yeah. Like, I know you listeners can't know this. For us, like, you don't know us well enough personally to know how much we've changed in a year and a half. But even as a listener, think about your own life. When you look at yourself a year and a half, two years ago, have you changed? That's probably a really interesting place to start. Because this is about relationships, the idea of you're growing or you're dying. You can't you can't sort of have a foot in both worlds but what about you personally? Have you grown as a person? Have you changed? Have you evolved? And by the way, hopefully you have become something better and new and changed in a positive way and not a negative one. I mean, I've been like really ruminating in this idea that you've got to be uncomfortable and like comfortable with the discomfort of something that is outside of your I mean, if I say the word comfort once I again, know. I'm going to turn into freaking Beetlejuice over here. But, you know, like uh, becoming comfortable in discomfort is a theme for me in real time because it is the thing that is producing growth and growth is what I'm just in the hunt for. But, man, I feel like the difference between who I was then and who I am now is I am way more comfortable with being uncomfortable. I don't love it every single day necessarily, but... Um, I know that it's for me and I know that I've grown a massive amount in this year and a half because of that distinction. When I think about our relationship, our relationship has changed a lot, like more than I think I would have thought it might in the last 18 months because of the way that we've each become more comfortable with who we are and what we do, the challenges of what has been an extraordinary amount of travel for you the way that we've scaled this company and the complexity of that third person in our relationship, the company introducing a responsibility to the now 60 people that work here, but also 
the way that the you know conversation for this thing that we have so much passion for, our business, is a currency inside of the relationship that we have in a way that it wasn't when we were first here in Texas. When we were sitting on the floor of that darn closet, we had a sense of what we were trying to chase, but it hadn't manifest itself into becoming yet. And so I know for me anyway, I had what felt like a lot of pressure to have this choice that I made that I believed was the right one to actually be the right one and it hadn't yet fully come together, I was very anxious about my knowing that leaving certainty for this was the thing, but it was still so uncertain that I was I was insecure in July of 2018 in a way that I am way less completely differently. Yeah. I'm way more secure and happy and know. And, and frankly, that what's really, I think, great, this is a ramble, sorry, is I still have as many unknowns today as I had before. But I have changed the way that I process unknowns such that I am excited about and am comfortable dealing through and working through the unknowns in a way that unknowns just felt overwhelming then. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it does, like, again, it doesn't make it necessarily easier every single day, but because of how much fruit has come from living in, sitting in the unknowns that have happened in the last year and a half, yeah. I'm excited about what it means for our relationship because of how many things are new today and what it will mean for, you know, that many more new things to come in the next year and a half ahead. Yeah. Um, I think, um, you know, I love, there's a quote and I'm not going to say it right. And I don't know who said it, but there's, it's something like you have to dream a dream for yourself or your relationship or your family or your business. You dream a dream that's so big that in order to achieve it, you actually have to become a different person. And I think that's what we did. Yeah. And I think that's what we're doing. I think that's why we look back to 18 months ago and we we're like, who even are those people? And imagine a decade ago. It's, it's it, it, you can't, no. I listeners, sweet listeners, you can't even understand. We are unrecognizable from the couple who got married. Thank goodness. 15 years ago. We have a lot of those core things. Our humor is still there. We have a lot of inside jokes that are the same. We have very different um, or we have very similar sensibilities about values and what we love and what we don't love. But it's not even – you can't even recognize who those people were. And I think part of it is because we – you know, in particular with where we are right now, we dreamed a dream so big that we had to become someone new. And I think it'll be fascinating, fascinating to have this conversation a year from now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. The one thing that happened between when we recorded that podcast originally sitting on that floor and now the one thing the that's one hilarious thing. but one of the one of the more important things for me in processing the way that I think about who I am and who we are as a couple I went through the process of writing this book that in going through each of these chapters a lot of them were about some of the dynamics of our relationship that in understanding a little bit better why I've been wired for the way that I show up in this relationship or why the ways that I was, you know, mistaking how you had a set of needs that I could satisfy or that I was supposed to fix certain things or that I needed you to, you know, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. I went on this journey to try and write this book and in like, spending time almost like in therapy in each of the chapters, it changed the way I thought about a lot of the things that I used to think, mm-hmm. which is, you know, like a, not a process, frankly, I wouldn't have been that as introspective about who I am and who we are if it weren't for the fact that I was working through a word count. Now, what a blessing in disguise. I mean, like it was one of the hardest things in the world to do, but man, I'm so grateful for it now because I do think differently about my identity in this relationship and the needs that you have in this relationship and who I'm supposed to be in this relationship and all that kind of stuff. And um, it's it's a, in part a, by, a byproduct of having done an exercise that I normally would not necessarily have actually taken on if it weren't for the fact that I was writing. So we are talking about episode two of the Rise Together podcast. If you want to go listen to us, take a deep dive into this topic. Episode two is the one where we we really pull this apart and tell you how we approached it and how to build your own core values. It's like a it, an incredible episode. But we thought it would be interesting to kind of revisit what this means to us today. And I think today it sounds like this really lands for us in like, we for sure aren't dying. We're growing. We're almost growing so fast that there's growing pains. Oh, yeah. And that's not something we touched on a year ago. A year ago, we were just like, make sure you're growing. And now the reality is sort of like, how do you deal with the growing pains? Because we have had a lot of growing pains this year. Yeah. What's interesting is we were talking, episode two was called, is your your relationship is either growing or dying. And we were so proud of the fact that our relationship was growing because we just made made this huge decision to move our family and work together and chase these dreams. And at the time, even though there was uncertainty and it was scary and it was new, it was still new. And we had not yet in like wading into those waters experienced the undercurrent and the craziness and the rocks in the bottom and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, like we've said 
you know, we've said before, this has been the, I would argue, best year of our marriage and the hardest year of our marriage. Absolutely. Because working together and being together as much as we are and the emotion of ego involved in trying to run this company together and division of labor yeah. and the stresses of travel and everything else. Like it's it's compounding in a way that has uh, under that pressure produced a diamond, but yeah. also it's pressure. Well, it's, and I think it is crazy to say that 2019 was the hardest year of our lives because we have walked through very hard things, but it absolutely has been the hardest year of our relationship. For sure. Like we've broken up before when we were first dating and this year was harder because the stakes were a hundred times more intense. And because, you know, we, we talk about this quite a bit, this idea of when you are in a romantic relationship, it is supposed to be the two of you against the world, right? It is not supposed to be the world's problems making you and your partner turn against each other. And this year took every ounce of energy and willpower and intentionality to step back from wanting to find the friction in you instead of the problem. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like the problems that have popped up because of working together for the first time and running this business mean that it it feels like we have problems because the business has problems. Yeah. And then the business having problems taps on both of our insecurities or our ego or our pride or whatever, and then that has caused friction between the two of us. So, you know, we've always said this thing about it's us against the world, but this last year we've had to really fight to stay in that mindset, I think. I totally agree. The, I mean, the reality, too, is the... I've had this recognition in like the very most recent bit of time. And that is there are things that we do in the course of working together that if we weren't working together, wouldn't be something that triggered ego, wouldn't be something that felt hard, wouldn't be anything other than just like the normal way that you and I end and have ended our day for the last 18 years. Yeah. But because we work together, there are things that now tip into this place of being emotional triggers. And when you're trying so hard, when you're traveling so much, when you're doing everything that you possibly can to serve this audience and create these tools, when what was a normal thing now becomes an emotional trigger and you're already frayed because of it being a lot, it, be it's, it just becomes harder. It becomes harder. By the way, I think part of what has been harder for me Deciding to not drink for a year in the midst of our hard year. Picked a bad year to stop picked a, drinking. Picked a bad, I picked a bad year to stop drinking. <laughs> picked a bad year to stop sniffing glue. I mean, like. What? That's a line from a movie. Oh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> David, you're making a joke. These people are going to think you actually do that. No, I don't. I, I picked a bad year. I mean, it's, it's not, it's, I, it's not a bad year. also a joke. It's a it's, good it's, year. It's, it's a always good year. a good year to not It's a fantastic year alcohol. to transition from negative coping mechanisms to positive coping mechanisms. But the decision to fully experience 
the friction, the breaking down of the muscle, the pain of being outside of a comfort zone means that you're sitting in pain. Yeah. And so the the thing that I can stay anchored to, even on the days when it feels like, goodness gracious, this relationship of ours is being tested or is being pushed or pulled in ways that it hasn't been before. I know that for me personally, because of having been in this in, in this posture for the last year of like, you know what, I'm going to sit in a way and learn in a way and be challenged in a way and be triggered in a way that is going to change me for the better on the other side. I do believe that we're going to create some callus and some ways of working and some emotional resilience and will come out the other side of what in real time can feel like, man, this is harder than it you know feels like it needs to be. Because we're still in like, I don't know how you do it when you're like thinking of a small business, but it's like, we're still a toddler when it comes to us working together. Yeah, I think you think of your business or your relationship as if it were a child that were that age. Yeah. So we have a 15-year-old. You know what I mean? For Uh, our relationship. Well, the thing is, we have a 15-year-old, but I think of... The things that have been additional stressors, they're only two years old. You know, like yes. our decision to work together. And oh, I meant, I meant our marriage I, I, 15 year old. I, oh, yeah. I see. I, I, I see. Yeah. I'm, and what I'm saying is our marriage, yes, is 15 years old. But it's the, like we added It's like a we, kid. Ad, we adopted, we yeah. brought in, you know, something that now requires an extra level of stuff that and just didn't exist before. I feel like it's important to say because I... I feel like people could be listening to this right now and like, my Lord, why do you even do this? Like, (laughs) y'all sound tired and beaten down and, you know, this has been so hard. Like, why do you even do this? The fruit, the harvest from this, like 2019 has been 100% hardest year of our relationship. The most impact we've ever had, the most success we've ever had. We've scaled our business to 60 people you know, still creating great things, amazing stuff on the horizon. Our kids are thriving. Yeah. Are like so many good things. So many good things. There's an incredible harvest that we are reaping from being willing to stay in the hard season. Yeah. Uh, you know, like in the, the the thing too that's been a you know, whether it's a light or breadcrumbs or whatever you want to call it at the end of a tunnel, the couples who have themselves decided to embark on something like this, who've poured into us to tell us that there is something that after you break through the beginnings of figuring this thing out, that you'll figure out a rhythm, that you'll figure out a way to fight more constructively, that you'll find a way to only pick the battles that actually matter, that you'll find a way to, at some point, potentially turn off at certain times of day. But the good news, you know, I think in any of it, We've stayed consistent with our date night. We still make out on the reg, boo. Yeah. I love. I love you too. Right? And so it's like, even on the days where it's been hard, I, I again, I see the things that we've decided to walk into together as the things that are testing and preparing us for what we are pursuing long term. And in a year, we're going to look back and be like, man... Those kids, those babies. We'll play a clip from, you know, from this. Halloween 2019. We'll be like, oh, remember when we thought it would... I mean, there'll be something else hard. Oh, yeah. Because you and I do not 
shy away from growth. And if you are going to pursue growth, you are pursuing discomfort. It just is the reality. Yeah. So new levels, new devils. We're going to level up. There'll be a whole new bucket of crap that we get to deal with next Bring year. Bring it on. And I think that's an interesting thing for you as you've like started working as an entrepreneur is understanding that another thing's going to go wrong tomorrow. Yeah. By the There's way- no like finally check the boxes and pull the levers enough time and push the button enough time. And now from here on out, we're good. Yeah. Just just that. We, I mean, there is a reframing or rewiring, whatever you want to call it, of what I used to think about things going wrong as them being some reflection of my inadequacy, of my not having maybe the kind of equipment to handle the thing that is happening. And instead, I've been able to intellectually, I understand. When you're scaling, when you are reaching for this kind of impact, when you're growing the team as we are, when we're doing all these things, things not going well regularly is the price of entry. It just is the way that things go. I know that intellectually. Emotionally, I still have my days because I'm working against 44 years of wiring that was just different. But the good news is every day that I get a little bit closer to appreciating that nope, this is a steady state, this is the cost of entry, it's just going to be hard like this, it's okay that it's hard, this doesn't mean you're bad, lacking, not enough, any of those things, I can take those business learnings and I get to apply them as much to the relational stuff that exists between you and I when our growing pains mm-hmm. end up rearing their head because those aren't things either that are necessarily going to be like, oh, good, we fixed them. It's all roses. Yeah. You know, like we're going to fix the, th- the things that end up popping up one day to the next, and the new things will pop up. And when you realize that like new things popping up is just kind of par for the course, let's go. Yeah. Let's roll through that too. So if you want to dig into this idea of where your relationship is, what's the status, are we getting better, are we getting worse, listen to episode two of the Rise Together podcast. But the gist and the intentionality behind today's episode is just that you will ask yourself this question, that you will open it up for conversation between you and your partner. Hey, are we more in love today than we were when we first got together? And if we're not, we need to have a very serious conversation as to why. The one thing that we did in that episode that I thought was such a powerful tool was establish your relationship values, Yep. right? If you're not as in love or more in love with your partner today than you were a year ago or today, but then, you know, two years ago, five years ago, when you first met, it may be because you have divergent values that you've like moved away from what you each have uh, as a core value for your relationship. Um, One of the quotes from the episode that I love too, the idea that your new life is going to cost you your old one, right? Like, I know for us that this thing that we are pursuing, this vision of ourselves, mean that certain pieces of our identity that exist today will be shed in the pursuit of where we're heading. Just thinking back to where we were on the floor of the closet a year and a half ago, that has been the real, real-time real learning of what you know has happened in just our last year and a half. It's going to happen to you as well. You need to become comfortable with that change being a thing that will inevitably take place if you want an exceptional relationship. 
If you like this episode, please screenshot it and put it on social. Tag me at Miss Rachel Hollis. Tag Dave at Mr. Dave Hollis. And let us know what you thought and what you want to hear about on an upcoming episode. Also, subscribe. Because you listen to this podcast all the time and you aren't subscribing, which means you don't get a notification every single time we post a new thing. So do that. If you really like the episode, review the darn thing. Please go on to iTunes. Put a review up there. Tell people that you like it. It helps other people be aware of why they should also listen to this darn podcast. you want me to stop talking? I've, I've, keep, I've tried to end it like four times. You just keep keep adding on. Also... <laughs> Goodbye.